Welcome to the Ready to Go podcast. I'm John Christensen, again joined by Pastor Dave Gibson. This week, we're going to be talking about the share process and how to move a conversation from the secular to the eternal. Throughout everyday life, we all have many opportunities to engage in conversations with non-believers. It may be at work or school, the grocery store or the repairman, at a sporting event or at a restaurant. Regardless of when and where, we all frequently come into contact with many who desperately need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. But the question is, how do we get there? How do we move towards the gospel in every conversation? How can we naturally and winsomely move a conversation from the secular to the eternal? And so, Pastor Dave, this is something that you do every day in conversation, in every conversation that you have. Would you tell us a little bit of how you do that? Great to be with you again today. I just like to look at our Lord Jesus himself, a use of the master in engaging with people. He always met people at a point of interest and a point of need. You can trace that all the way through the Gospels. But uh, he would begin his conversations uh, with a point of natural understanding and move it to the spiritual. You look at the woman at the well. He starts talking about uh, natural water, and then he moves it to living water, to a spiritual conversation. You know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2.14, the natural man does not understand the things of the Spirit. In fact, it says that they see it as foolishness. So I say, if you want to look like a fool, just start talking to a natural man or a person who doesn't know Christ, hasn't had his spiritual eyes open, and begin in a, with a spiritual conversation. So you want to meet them right where they are. If you call me at Grace Church and ask for directions on how to get to Grace, uh, I'm going to try to get you to that final destination. But what's the first question I need to ask you? You know, where are you calling from? So we need to find out where people are calling from. That's the three-life story approach that we're teaching. They don't really care about my story or God's story. They really care about their story. And how do I get to know their story? We use a little share process. It's asking questions, taking an interest in them. And uh, look, uh, first of all, on their story, and we start with this S-H-A-R-E. I love acronyms. I'm kind of the, my mind thinks that way. And the Lord gave me this uh, quite some years ago. Start with the secular or, or surface questions, jobs, hobbies, interests. I'm genuinely taking an, taking an interest in that individual. Um, so we talk about uh, superficial questions, uh, the weather, sports, uh, things that are pretty easy to talk about, and then move to a little more of a personal uh, questioning technique of asking about their relational background, a home life, I call it. Uh, are you married? Do you have a family? Tell me about uh, your relationships. And, and it will open up all kinds of opportunities uh, to engaging in conversation. A is attitudes. Um, how do you feel? Getting into feelings questions. Uh, what, what are their, uh, what's their emotional makeup? Do they enjoy uh, their work? Do they, are they happy with their life right now? And picking up, a lot of people are really hurting out there. And you can pick up on, on a lot of pain and a lot of uh, concern and hurts and Jesus meeting people at those points of hurt and concern and crisis in their lives. Attitudes and then religion. I ask a question about religious background. Uh, do you go to church? Uh, what, are, if I'm traveling the world, I'll ask, are you a Buddhist? Are you a Hindu? Are you a Muslim? What's your religious background? Then I'll ask for permission to ask them a real personal question. It precludes the objection that I'm forcing this on them. And 
I've really moved the conversation from kind of a, a surface level. Now I'm asking, I asked for permission to ask a personal question about their spiritual life. I, one I like to ask is, how, how would you describe your spiritual journey right now? Or where are you in your journey with uh, understanding about God? Do you ever think about your relationship with God? Uh, EE has developed a couple of really great diagnostic questions. I'd encourage people to memorize these. Have you come to the place in your spiritual life where you know for certain if you die today, you'd go to heaven? Uh, or uh, if you die today and you know for, uh, if you did die today and you stood before God and he said, why should I let you to my heaven, what would you say? And uh, it will open up all kinds of uh, uh, opportunities. And usually people will give you some type of works answer. But it, at that point, I just really let the Holy Spirit lead every step of the way. And again, we precede all of this with prayer. We say, Lord, open up a door for the ministry of the Word that I can speak forth the mystery of Christ. So I'm really trusting the Lord to be preparing that person's heart, preparing my heart, and really bringing about a divine appointment. And I, I only move that conversation as far as the Holy Spirit will let me go. Sometimes I might get down to S and H, and I can tell that that person really doesn't want to and I'm not going, it's not a formula, but it's just a process, and it's a, it's a mindset of uh, moving it from the familiar to the unfamiliar and trying to get to a point where I can engage in spiritual conversation. And it really works. And uh, I'm amazed at how open people are when you really take a genuine interest in them. We talked about smiling, using their name, being a good listener, and just really, really getting inside that person's life, getting to know their story. Let me just share a little example on how it worked. I, I was at a restaurant, uh, Ruby Tuesday, some time ago, a few years back. And I love to do this. I, I like to get to know the server. And you can do this in a really short period of time, or this share process might take months with you know, friendship to try to move conversation from the secular to the spiritual, the familiar to the unfamiliar. So if you're doing relentless relational evangelism, uh, it still is appropriate. And I, I find people can usually share the gospel pretty well, but it's how do I get into that conversation? Well, I was at uh, Ruby Tuesdays. Our server, uh, his name was Jason, came up, and I was asking Jason where he was from and uh, uh, what kind of work he's, what, what was his background, uh, about his family. He had a live-in girlfriend and a child out of wedlock, kind of an interesting guy. And I uh, asked him how we could be praying for him uh, for our meal. We're going to pray for the meal. I'd like to know how I can pray for you. Well, Jason says, I'm filled with anger and rage. Wow, I was kind of taken back. I, I uh, didn't quite know how to respond to that. I said, well, Jason, happy to pray for you. And uh, so we prayed. Uh, he left, and we prayed for the meal, prayed for Jason. And then he came back, and I said, you know, Jason, if I could share with you how you could get a handle on your anger and rage, would you be open to talking about that? He said, I really would. And uh, I said, you know, I used to have a lot of that stuff stirring in my soul. I think we all do. And uh, the Bible says that the fruit of God's Spirit is love and it's joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, that we can actually experience that through our relationship with Him. And I came into that relationship with God some years ago, and I'd like to get together and talk to you, uh, with you about that. Would you be open to that? And he said, yeah, I would. So we exchanged numbers. And uh, a couple of weeks later, we went over to Dunn Brothers, and he came into Dunn Brothers, and he was huffing and puffing. He had, uh, he had been in prison, and he, I mean, he, his background was really he had kind of a sketchy background, a lot of, a lot of hardship. 
and pain and just this anger and, and rage stirring in his soul. It was actually toxic. And when he came to the restaurant, he, he had just had a road rage incident. And, and uh, he says, Dave, I just can't. This stuff is killing me. And I said, uh, Jason, tell me your story. Let's just listen. I want to hear your story. And uh, it was like an extended share process. And uh, he was really, really hurting. I said, could I share my story with you, Jason? How um, I got my life, I couldn't get my life together, but I found out someone who could. That's the Lord Jesus. Shared my testimony. I said, Jason, you have a story like that? He said, I really don't. I'd like to share the gospel with him. And uh, he broke down and in tears put his trust in Jesus Christ. We prayed right there at Dunn Brothers, and he became a new creation in Christ Jesus. And I invited him to come to Grace the next Sunday, and he said, well, could I bring my girlfriend with me? Uh, she was, it was kind of a live-in situation. He didn't know if that was appropriate. I said, absolutely. And his mom was an alcoholic and had a 10-year-old daughter out of wedlock, and I said, bring them all. Uh, we're a hospital for sinners, not a hotel for saints. So we got, we're all uh, there to... Uh, love each other and care for each other. It was just a beautiful thing, but it all started out getting to know his story, uh, praying for him and meeting him at that point of interest, that point of need, and God opened an amazing door. God opens doors for the ministry of the word that we can speak forth the mystery of Christ. Try the share process. It really works. Dave, it's something that I've really used a lot in, since I've really learned that from you, and it's, it is just a, it's a beautiful way to step through uh, conversation from the secular questions to, to home questions to attitude questions to religious questions, ultimately to eternal. And I think many of us are, are fairly adept at uh, getting to secular and home. Uh, one of the things that really helped me, I know, when I was learning this, this Dave, was uh, thinking through attitude, how to go from, from just home questions to attitude questions. And one of the words that I often try and use is meaningful of what, what was meaningful about that? What's, what, what's been meaningful about this new job or about your children's success? And obviously, if it's a hardship they're sharing, uh, you know, what's that been like going through and trying to bridge that, that, uh, that uh, uh, step from home to attitudes of kind of just facts to how are they feeling about those facts? Mm-hmm. And I, I really have been really thankful for the share life process. And like you said, it, it could take two minutes. It could take two years yeah. as God is moving. You know, it brings to mind, uh, Father John Paul wrote a book on communication, and uh, he talks about uh, the superficial, then opinions, facts, or facts, then opinions, then feelings, and then the gut level. And it kind of follows that, that same process. We can kind of deal with the superficial. A lot of communication is just at the superficial level. Then objective facts, people can talk about those things. But then getting opinions, what do you think? How do you feel? And uh, then feelings questions and down to the gut level or the spiritual level. It's kind of the same concept, S-H-A-R-E, and uh, it's helpful. Yeah, and so the challenge this week is for you to memorize one of the questions for each of the points, S-H-A-R-E, secular, home, attitude, religious, and eternal and intentionally use the share process with two non-believers this week. And you may only get to attitudes, you may get shut down at religious, or you may find that they're open and willing to speak about eternal things. At which point, you can ask them like Dave did, you know, may I share a story with you that, that changed my life? And it might be an opportunity to share about the good news of Jesus. 
And our ultimate hope is that this becomes a habit in everyday conversation for you. We want to sow the seed broadly and always be seeking for open doors for the gospel. And for some, it may take minutes. For some, it may take years. But these are great questions to be able to ask, moving them from the secular to the eternal. And we always want to keep knocking on doors that the Holy Spirit may be opening. Next week, we're going to be talking about workplace evangelism, how we can engage people in our work spheres, classrooms, and other common activities. Until then, keep sharing Jesus. Let's go. Let's go.